Welcome to You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Alright everybody, what's the word? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. This is Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Dante. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. What's going on? Not much, man. We got a lot of wrestling conversation topics to get to. Um, I like to do this, guys, by the way, where... There's not a lot of news, and when there's not a lot of news to talk about um, during the week, I kind of like to just give my opinion on some of the hot-button topics that are going on in the wrestling community because all of this shit, Dante, as a recent man, has been going on in pro wrestling, good and bad. And today, on today's show, we're going to talk about Hulk Hogan, Roman Reigns. Um, We're going to give our opinion on those two guys we're also going to talk about the tweet of Deanna Perrazzo as she fired back at people that were body shaming her. Um, we're going to get into some Royal Rumble conversation as we are one week away from the Royal Rumble. Money in the Bank concept. Uh, we're going to talk about the concept and is it really needed? Is it should be replaced by something else? We'll get to that. And then we'll get to uh, Cora Jade. She recently got injured. She tore ACL, MCL. So she is going to be out permanently. Um, yeah, bro. She she tore the whole fucking knee. She tore the whole knee. So she's gonna she did the whole Charlotte. She pulled Flair. she pulled a Charlotte Flair right now. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't know that. So she's gonna be out for a while. Um we'll give our opinion on that in the house show and and she just came back from injury. You hear that guys? She just came back. And she's already uh, out. Mm. And then another, and then another injury that scared the whole wrestling community. Uh, Seth Rollins last night uh, injured his right knee. We don't know what's going on. We're, we're going to hear updates about it this week, and we'll give you guys a follow up on what happened with Seth Rollins. But right now, it seems like he's injured. And CM Punk versus uh, Seth Rollins is up in the air right now. But we'll get to that towards the end of the pod. But Dante, let's not waste enough time. Let's get right into the Roman Reigns and Hulk Hogan situation. Oh, boy. Okay. I know people know this guy. He's a popular YouTuber. His name's JD from NY206. Um, I'm a fan of his work. I've been a fan since 2014. Um, I always watch his videos. Now, he did a video, um, and within the thread, he mentioned something about Hulk Hogan. Okay, I didn't hear it. I had to uh, go through my my friend, Dante, to tell me what was going on, because I had no idea about this Hulk Hogan and Roman Reigns situation. And JD apparently gave his opinion on the situation with Hulk Hogan and why he feels that Roman Reigns shouldn't beat his record. Now, I have the audio clip here, and I'm actually going to 
play the clip, and then I want to give you guys um, an opportunity to hear what Dante has to say regarding his opinion on this whole situation regarding JD, Hulk Hogan, and Roman Reigns, and then I will give my opinion. So let's play this clip on Twitter. Fuck what you think of Hulk Hogan. The reason why you're fucking here is because of Hulk Hogan. The reason why I'm a fan of WWE is because of Hulk Hogan. I don't give a fuck what he did in his personal time. You can't take away what he did to the business. You can't. So we're just going to break records now because you deem him a racist. I'm sorry, man. It doesn't work that way. Fuck your cancel culture. Fuck your millennial bullshit. Roman should not break Hogan's record because Eugene Hogan a racist. Okay. <laughs> if you guys did not really hear that clearly, I apologize. I tried to fix the audio, but it is what it is. You guys kind of heard what he said there. Dante, I'm going to just start with you, man. Um, what did you think about what JD said? In that clip, uh, um, I under if, if if you listen past the hollering and the number one, if you do not follow him, if you do not listen to him, that is a normal show every single day. The aggression, the hollering. The screaming, the profanity, just very um, animated, very dramatic. There's some days he screams. I'm like, yo, I really hope one day he doesn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have a medical episode because it's just very uh, out there. So what y'all listen to, that is his temperament on every show. <laughs> okay, that's number one. Because people are like, oh, he was just freaking out. Oh no, that's <laughs> normal. That is normal. No shade. I just want to bring into context so to people that are listening that don't know, they know now. Uh, number two, I understood what he was saying, and if you hear what he was saying, um, past all of that. Um, cause you know what they say, you know what they say all the time when you're screaming, people don't really hear you. They see you. Um, so if you could get past that and hear what he was saying, I get what he was saying about the whole Hulk Hogan. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, you know, we wouldn't be wrestling fans. I, I, there's two sides to that coin. You know, it really is. I can't say if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan. I was a Ric Flair guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't... You, you feel what I'm saying? Does that make sense? No, I feel you. Yeah. Um, I, I was a Ric Flair guy for a long, 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 long time. I knew Hulk Hogan, but Ric Flair got me into liking wrestling. You know? But he was saying, oh, you know, if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan wrestling, wouldn't be with... You know? And, and, and that's true. But when he went into the, I don't care what he did. I don't care what he said. I don't care what it was that part. It was that particular part where he lost me. And I, I can't say the word and everything, and I'm not going to say the word, but Hulk Hogan used a lot of racial um, slurs against African-American people. This is not something that's alleged. This is well documented. It's out there. Um, you may be, you may be 
may be able to even find what was said and how he said it. Uh, Hulk Hogan even went on a record and said, we are all a little racist. Um, so it's kind of like confirmed but unconfirmed of his feelings towards uh, black people. You know, and it all started with his daughter dating a black man. <laughs> okay. That's how all of that started. And something happened with that relationship. And Hogan said some stuff and it was caught. Um, so JD's like, oh, you know, um, it doesn't matter what he did. It doesn't matter. If it wasn't for him, you know. And it's like you, you. It's like trying to separate the person from their art. We still haven't been able to find a way to do that. I don't know if there is a way to do that. If that was the case, Bill Cosby will be still Doctor Bill Cosby. Um, and Harvey Weinstein wouldn't be in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to separate the art from the person. You know, right? Um, and what JD tried to do, he tried to just dismiss all of what Hogan has said just because of what he contributed to wrestling. You can't do that. You, you, you can't. You can't erase what he did. If JD would have said, you know what? Yes, he said this, he said that. Totally wrong. He remarks is totally racial against black people. It should have never had happened. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, it was the unacknowledgement of what Hogan did. That's all. Yeah. So um, here's my uh, opinions on this whole situation. It was the way he said it. Um, he should have worded it a little differently. Um he goes through episodes where he gets in controversy and it's just the way he says things. Um, so he should have known immediately people were going to take that bit when he said, Oh, I don't care what Hulk Hogan did in his personal life. That right there, that yeah. right there, people are not going to hear what you have to say after that. People are not going to hear what you said before that. They're going to take what you said right there and they're going to blast you on social media and come to find out that's exactly what they did. Hulk Hogan's trending because of what, what he said. What he said. Was he wrong with what he said? I mean, I mean, come on. We, we all know that if Hulk Hogan wasn't around or anything like that, pro wrestling wouldn't be where it's at. Let's be real. Without Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, pro wrestling ain't where it's at. Okay. So we know that. All right. And we're not going to be here screaming and hollering and complaining and all this fussing and stuff like that. That's not what we do on this podcast. We're chill, mellow, trying to have a simple conversation. Right. Um, Hulk Hogan. Okay. I, I still can't believe he said uh, everyone's a racist. I mean, come on, bro. Everyone's a little racist. 
So you're racist. That's just what you said. That, that's pretty much what he said. But every, know, everyone I'm else is racist? Like, come on, man. No, I'm not. You're not. So you can't just come out claiming stuff like that because that's not true. And I don't know what a little racist. Yeah, I don't know I what mean, that means. I don't know what that are, means. He's got to be a little bit uh, descriptive with that. Yeah, I don't know what a little anything. That's There's like, no little. little. You Either you are or you're not. That's like me saying, well, I'm a little black. No, I'm black. Right. I'm not a little. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy as hell. So, yeah. JD just, again, I'm a fan. I've been a fan of him for years since 2014. Things he says, I don't agree with. Things he says, um, I do agree with, with in, in regards to his opinions on the creative side and the product. All right. Um, I respect. And if, you don't, and, if, and if you are on his show and if you don't agree with him, he eats you alive. I've seen it. Hi, JD. I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. All right. We, we respect what I'm, you do. We respect your hustle. Yeah. But I'm going to call it what it is. He'll, he'll, he'll bite your head off alive. Yeah. He's been Block. guilty of blocking people yeah. for having different views and opinions. Yes. But then he'll say, there's a difference between opinions and idiocy. And I agree with that. There's a difference between opinion and idiocy. All right. But I have seen firsthand where people would just give you their opinion and you would take it as if their opinion is completely dumb and stupid and you'll block them for it. I'm not doing that. I don't need to block nobody. What am I blocking people for? That doesn't mean anything. So... This whole Colgan, and I still don't understand why he was trending in the first place. Oh, you want to know why? I'm, I'm starting to remember now. What because happened? of the, the whole fact of he's mad that WWE wants Roman Reigns to break Hulk Hogan's record because of Hulk Hogan allegedly being a racist. And, and that was his whole. That was his whole spiel. I kind of forgot about that. But that's how it all started. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. But y'all want to have Roman Reigns beat his record? That's stupid. Roman Reigns should not be beating Hulk Hogan's record. Okay. See, that, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's the other part of it. Now I, now I know what's going on. Because before, I didn't know. That's why I was leaning on uh, Dante to kind of give me some uh, translation into what was going on. Okay, now, now, now we could talk. Now we could talk. I am not going to scream. I'm not going to holler, but I'm going to talk slow so people can hear what I have to say. If you are out there and you are a fan of Roman Reigns, great. You're a fan of his run. Great. So am I. All right. I don't understand why people are. I re- Dante, I don't get it. People are on social media, man, saying that the only reason, the only reason why people want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record because Hulk Hogan is a racist. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything you have to say after that. You know why? You're wrong. Why is that the only reason? There should be more of a reason as to why you want Roman to beat Hulk Hogan's record. Why is that the only reason? Don't come to me with that because I'm not trying to hear that. I could say that. And I'm black. Come on, bro. Come on, man. You got two black 
people right here talking. <laughs> Come on, fam. Oh, I want I want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record because Hulk Hogan is a racist. We know he's a racist. Okay, I'll speak for myself and then I'm gonna let Dante out the floor. Do I want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record? Just flat out. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Is it because Hulk Hogan's a racist? No. That's not the reason why I want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record. I want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record because it would finally be somebody else that is on the top of the throne. Every record is meant to be broken. Look at The Undertaker. Look at The Undertaker. All right. For me personally, I never wanted Undertaker's record to be broken by nobody. And at the time, if there was one person I wanted to beat Undertaker's record, like legitimately, it was John Cena. They didn't pull the trigger on that. Before John Cena, years ago, at WrestleMania 21 against Randy Orton, by then I was I was talking to some of my I was talking to some of my friends and I was like, yo, I wouldn't mind Randy Orton beating Undertaker's record. That would be a big get for Randy Orton as a young superstar coming in this game, beating Undertaker. That didn't happen. But John Cena was the only person that I really wanted to beat the Undertaker's record because at that point, you could have turned John Cena heel immediately after that. They didn't do it. So Undertaker's record, outside of John Cena, maybe Randy Orton, but again, that was a long time ago, so Undertaker beat Randy Orton about that time. Were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so Undertaker's streak outside of Cena, I never wanted it to, to be broken. But when John Cena came along, when the rumor was saying John Cena versus Undertaker, but then they changed their mind, they went with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30, I was like, damn, John Cena could have beat him. And then Brock Lesnar beat him, and I got irritated and very sad and heartened. I was terrible. Um, looking back at it, not really a good call. Um, but I get why they did it. It was for the debut of the WWE network. You had to get people to tune in. So let's give them a shock factor. Let's give them Undertaker losing a streak. And, um, that's something I'll still never forget. It's crazy, but Roman Reigns beating Hulk Hogan's record is fine. To me, it's fine. Not going to lose sleep over it. But the simple fact that people are only wanting Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record because Dante, Hulk Hogan is a racist. That's your only reason? Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. I don't want to hear that. That is a simple excuse. And that to me shows that you don't have any reason. You don't have any reason. You just want Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record because Hulk Hogan is a racist. Is there a chance that Hulk Hogan's record is broken? I mean, yeah, there, there's a real chance. Actually, I think it's greater more than ever before that Roman Reigns is going to beat Hulk Hogan's record. Dante, what, what's your uh, thoughts and opinions here on this situation? Um, I mean, if he beats his record, he beats his record. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Hasn't, hasn't been done in, 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 in so many years. He's not beaten Bob Backlund's record. Never. That's too, uh-uh. Mm -mm. That's like eight, 
nine more years or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and those were different times by then. Yes, it was a different time in, in, in wrestling. Um, and wrestling wasn't televised like that. You had to go through the show to see it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he beats it, he beats it. I don't have nothing against it. But he, but the, what needs to be said is if Roman beats Hogan's record, it's not because of any alleged racial it's not. Uh, things in regards to Hogan. Yeah. That's not the reason why. And that's what's being put out there. And that's false. And I think JD from NY made it even more of a thing than it was because it wasn't that big of a thing and he has Hogan trending and Hogan's probably like why is he who is this guy why did he even say anything like this like you're trying to advocate and defend him you're bringing up stuff and other things that things that Hogan has done is coming back up you gotta remember because of things that Hogan said WWE for a while took him out of the Hall of Fame yeah, I remember that. It, it it was a serious situation. It really was. He he was black from WE. You didn't see him. You didn't hear from him. You didn't hear about him. Nothing. And he was taken. I, I remember he did a news interview um, with uh, ABC or whatever. One of those shows. Yeah, and he was crying. He was, you know, I mean, crying like, you know, Michael Jordan. Like yeah. that kind of know what I'm saying? And they took him out of the WWE Hall of Fame for that. And then you get on your podcast and you make it seem as though it's nothing. You're wrong. Yeah, he's, he should have worded it uh, really differently. Um, yeah. I feel like he just says things sometimes just to because he has a big like, platform. Basically, in layman terms, that, I don't care what he said about black people. Pretty much. If the, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I, I don't think I'm reaching with that. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not reaching with that. I don't think so. And two of his best friends that's, are black. That's 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 what I heard. I don't care what he said about black people. It does, you cannot take away from what he's done in wrestling. I don't care what he says in his personal life. I don't care what he do in his personal life. I don't care that he said this, that, the third about black people. That's what he said in, in, in layman terms. He did. And that makes me look at JD like, hmm, what's your situation? Yeah, man. I, And then, like I said, two of his best friends are black, so I'm just kind of confused. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. He just needs to pick and choose what you tweet out and pick and choose what you even, say. Even his co-host. Shout out Andrew Baydala. Yeah. The ant guy. Yep. He even came out and was like, yo, you need to calm down. And he's on his show. Yeah, I know. I know they're going to have their little back and forth and stuff about it. He was wrong. He was wrong. Got to apologize and just move on. I think he needs to go on his show. And he needs to apologize. For his lack of 
sympathy, empathy, and sensitivity. Because he has a big uh, African-American audience, too. Yeah, and he'll lose them. Oh, yeah, trust me. The black African-American wrestling fans, they don't. we don't play that shit. Nah. No, we, and, and, I mean, it's not a whole lot of us, but we're here. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and a lot of the reason why it's not so many of us is because of the lack of representation. And that's a whole nother conversation. Especially in the uh, pro wrestling world. It really is. Yeah, don't get us started with that. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's tough. It's been tough for a long time. You know, yeah. um, because if we're not a gangster or if we're not a clown or if we're not gay, we don't get a job. Yeah. No, for <laughs> real. Gonna, Let's keep it a buck. Honest. Let's keep it a buck. Just gonna keep it honest. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at Velveteen Dream. You know, flamboyant character. Look at Orlando Jordan. Yeah, man. You know, remember him? That That's nigga, yeah. Name. I remember that nigga, yeah. Talented people was trained by the Rock's father, Rocky Johnson. That's why if you ever saw Orlando Jordan throw punches, it was reminiscent of how the Rock did, because he was trained by Rocky's father. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, I think JD needs to go on his platform. I think he needs to apologize. He needs to be sincere about it. Um, take some humble pride. Humble pride. Take some humble pie, learn from this experience, and do not be a re- repeat offender. Um, because once you get labeled as a racist, it does not come off. It's just, I, I just, the thing for me that I just don't understand, he has a powerful platform. He, re- listen, people could say this and that about JD. Here's the facts. I'm going to lay it out for you. He is the number one live stream podcaster weekly in the community. So he is one of the top leaders in the community. I see the numbers. This guy gets big numbers. So salute to him for that. Hard work, putting it in. I like that. I respect it. That's what I'm trying to do. But the difference between me and him is in regards to speaking up and, you know, speaking our piece is, listen, I I always say I say what I say and I mean what I say, but I'm very careful with what I say. Very careful with how I interpret things. When I say things, my opinions on based on what I see on TV. There's some news bits here and there where I talk about, but it it mainly pertains to what we see in the ring. You know, the Alexa Bliss situation, the Jade Cargill AEW women's division situation. Now that I will defend him. I mean, he was just straight up talking about the weekly TV and the match with Marina Shafir and Jade Cargill. So I'm a I'm going to bat him on that because I completely agree with what he was saying in regards to Marina Schiffer and when matches, she wasn't really doing nothing, but she was already gifted an opportunity against Jade Cargo for the TBS title. I right, come on, bro. So that I agree with, but he took it further. And, and again, he went on his side of the, the, the angle there. He just has to be careful with what he says. That's it. Just be careful with what he says. And he, he should be good. But like you said, it's kind of repeat keeps happening man i i don't i don't know there's so many apologists or apologies that you can put on on social media and and saying oh i'll do better than this but then we get situations like this like come on fam like you got to do better so 
always pick and choose if you're if you're a podcaster or if you're a blogger or whatever and you're in this wrestling space dante has said it dante has said it multiple times people are watching people are listening okay so you need to be very careful with what you put out on social media and you need to be careful about uh what you say because it can go back to somebody else and they can call you out on it uh dante you have any last words on this uh topic before we uh move on to the next one i'm ready for the next one all right brother let's uh let's talk about uh money in the bank i'm gonna switch it let's talk about money in the bank um you want to tell the audience um your opinions on the money in the bank concept and damian priest and uh what your opinions on uh the whole concept in general regarding money in the bank um well what we were talking about a little bit uh earlier today was that well jordan had mentioned that he's tired of damian priest being mr money in the bank um I was saying to Jordan, I said, maybe the money in the bank concept has ran its course. You know, certain scenarios are, uh, or concepts can be lifetimers or they can be seasonal. Uh, people think seasonal can just be, you know, for a few months. No, a season could go on for years. Okay. Um, and maybe that concept has ran its course. And the one thing I said to Jordan was somebody can rebuttal or argue and say, well, what about the Royal Rumble? You know what I'm saying? The Royal Rumble was established in 1988. Uh, this is the year 2024. That was 35 years ago. But it's a concept that has really worked. It has worked. Um, the last Money in the Bank winners that we've had, outside of Eel Sky, um, the men... It, it hasn't really done what it was supposed to do and what it's designed to do. Um, so he was just talking and I was like, well, maybe the concept has ran its course and maybe it's, I don't say, you know, get rid of money in the bank and don't replace it, but get, get something to be in that place. And, um, I was saying, you know, make the king of the ring, what the king of the ring were, was, you know, when, when, when Brett won it, it really meant something, you know, when Steve Austin won it, it meant something when Triple H won it. It meant something when Kurt Angle won it. It meant something when Edge won it. Um, he's the only King of the Ring that won the trophy. You know that um, I forgot what year that was. Like two thousand, two thousand one. That was uh, uh, two thousand one or two. One, one of them. It was one of those two years. Like that. Yeah, because that's when that's when Christian turned heel on him. That's the first time we've seen that um, where they had their feud. Um, so, I mean, it worked that's a concept that works, but maybe the money in the bank has ran its course. Um, I'll say this. I do see Damian priest cashing in. I do not see Damian priest becoming world champion. I don't. And that right there hurts the credibility of winning that briefcase. Um, in times past, when anybody won a money in the bank briefcase, you knew this person was going to be champion. Um, I think the last two, was Otis and Austin Theory both did not win. Um, and I think the same thing is going to happen with Damian Priest. So it, it's a concept that may be gone, uh, a concept that may have ran its course. Um, but, you know, it was good while it lasted. But, yeah. 
Yeah, and um, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Money in the Bank is still around because they announced that um, the Money in the Bank is taking place in Toronto, Canada. So it's not dead, but we're just giving our opinions um, regarding the concept. And I, I think it needs to... It needs to go back to WrestleMania. Um, I've said this for years. I've said this to Dante. I've said this to other people. And I've talked about it on my on my podcast. Um, the money in the bank. There, there's. It's like. It's like Dante. Why are you giving these people the briefcase? If you have no plans for them to be champion. This Damian Priest thing. I mean, I'll even go further more than keeping it a buck. This motherfucker ain't winning the world title. You know who's on the roster? Do y'all know who's on the raw roster? And then you're going to say Damian Priest going to win the world title. Fuck out of here. That's not going to happen. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not throwing shade. I'm being honest. Damian Priest is not winning the world title. You know, Damian Priest could have won the world title last night, though. Could have been a transitional champion. I pitched this idea to Dante that Damian Priest could have been Edge um, when Edge won the money in the bank. And then he was a transitional champion, lost it at the 2006 Royal Rumble to John Cena. And then that's when we got John Cena and Triple H at WrestleMania 22, where Edge was a transitional champion. Damian Priest could have played that same role, faced off against Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble. And then Seth Rollins would have got his title back. Seth Rollins would have been on the card because right now Seth Rollins is not on the card. Now he's hurt. He shouldn't be on Royal Rumble's card. I think Royal Rumble will be fine. Seth Rollins needs to take a break, in my personal opinion. Rather, his injury is serious or not. I don't care if it's serious or not. He needs to miss the Royal Rumble because if he's going to fight at the Royal Rumble, you're going to make the injury worse. And also, Seth Rollins, I love you, man. I I love you. I I think you're one of the greatest in-ring workers in this generation. You might have to scale back that uh, suicide dive. Excuse me. You might have to scale back that suicide dive, man, because it kind of seems like that is the thing that's getting you hurt. <clears throat> but to each their own, I guess. But Damian Priest, <sighs> yeah, bro, you ain't winning the world title. <laughs> You're not winning the world title. This is going to play a factor into the Judgment Day with Finn Balor and Damian Priest, and that's going to culminate at WrestleMania. And I want to make this point, Dante. You can You can chime in on this one. It's crazy because the wrestling takeover isn't a big platform. It's not popular. It's not well known. But everything that you hear with other YouTubers in the space and other podcasters in the space, they pitch an idea here. They pitch an idea there. And it's like we're all saying the same thing. But you have people that are like, well, I came up with it first or I set this first. Listen, I don't care about who said it first. I don't care. Damien Priest, we're all in agreement. Damien Priest and Finn Balor are going to culminate at WrestleMania 40. They're probably going to have a one-on-one. Well, if Triple H is smart, they would have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Um, this briefcase is going to come between Damien Priest and Finn Balor. So I don't know why there's people out there. Well, I came up with the first, the, the split of the Judgment Day or whatever. Watch the show. You see it coming. You don't have to say it first. It doesn't matter who's first. It matters who's right. And we're all right. We are all in agreement. Dante, myself, everyone else that is saying the same thing. 
Damian Priest is not a world champion caliber performer right now. He's a mid-court act. I'm sorry. Just watch the show. Rhea Ripley is more popular than Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley is more popular than Dominic Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and I'm sorry to say it, I love him, but Finn Balor. Damian Priest, uh, or uh, Rhea Ripley is running Judgment Day. Point blank period. Damian Priest, if you don't have the plan for the guy, why'd you give him the briefcase? Unless this plan was in effect all along, Dante, that he was already going to lose the briefcase because of Finn Balor. But even if that was the case, why are you wasting the money in the bank? That's something I'm not understanding. I don't know. Help me out here. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I just think they need to revamp the whole money in the bank concept. And whomever they decide wins the, the briefcase needs to be the next champion. Dude, because like... Can't, you can't keep having people win it and then they cash in and they lose. You can't. Because it kills the entire gimmick. Right. Just like at, I think it was New Year's Resolution, Edge cashed in. Yep. On John. Spared him. John Cena was a bloody mess. I forgot who he was wrestling. He was in and, that elimination chamber match with Kurt Angle, Carlito, Chris Masters, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he was in that chamber match. But he cashed in and won. Right. Seth Rollins at WrestleMania when Roman was going against Brock. Ice of the century. Ice of the century. The biggest thing, you know, hasn't been done since. Right. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, if Damian Priest, if he cash and loses, it's like, it is killing that gimmick bad. It really is. And I'll, I'll say this before we move on to the next topic. Hi, Triple H. How you doing? I know you're having the money in the bank in 2024. Okay, that's great. This is it. This is it. For me personally, this is it. Um, 2024, money in the bank in Toronto, Canada. Got the men's money in the bank. You got the women's money in the bank. Me personally, I'm going with LA Knight. For the men, for the women, if she is on the main roster by then, which I think she will, I'm going with Tiffany Stratton. But I'm telling you right now, whoever wins the briefcase, if they are not successful in cashing in those briefcases, I'm done. I'm done with the concept. I don't want to see the men are successful, but the women's not, or the women's successful and the men's not. No, they both need to be successful. All right, they got to be successful. If they're not, and it's just one of them or both of them or none of them, you need to get rid of the concept, reintroduce the king of the ring, have the king of the ring and the queen of the ring. Let's not get it twisted, all right, because we know how the community is. If they have the men have something, the women got to have it too, whatever. So you got the queen of the ring, you got the king of the ring. Those are the bridges between um, SummerSlam, all right? So just... Either get rid of the concept, which you're not going to do. You're not going to get rid of it. So put it back at WrestleMania. Replace the Money in the Bank pay-per-view premium live event 
with the king and queen of the ring. Just leave it at that. Money in the bank on night one. Money in the bank on night two. It gives WrestleMania even more of an important feel. And like people say, and like WWE for many years has been doing this, it gets a lot of the men and women um, on the show. Gets them paid. So let's make it happen. Let's change it up after 2024. Put money in the bank back at WrestleMania. Introduce a king and queen of the ring. And let's keep it pushing because uh, I'm tired of Damian Priest holding the briefcase. Um, it's dragging him down. Um, if, you know, Damian Priest is going to be a main eventer in 2024, he's ne- he needs to get rid of that money in the bank immediately because it's giving me Austin Theory vibes. And that title was putting Austin Theory down. Now Austin Theory is flourishing in the tag team with uh, Grayson Waller. So let's get Damian Priest away from Judgment Day, number one. Get that feud with Finn Balor and get that briefcase off of him in the same year. Let's make that happen. Okay. Yes. You got something else you want to say? No, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Okay. For sure. Um, let's talk about Core Jade. And then we're going to get to the Royal Rumble. I want to save the Royal Rumble stuff for last. Let's get to the Core Jade incident. Core Jade got hurt from reports. It looks like Cora J tore her, her whole knees fucked. MCL, ACL, whatever, meniscus, whole thing. So um, it looks like she's out uh, for a long time. Dante, well, what's your opinion on house shows? Do you think they need to scale them back? Um, because this has been well documented for, you know, a lot of years now, especially when Seth Rollins got hurt and missed WrestleMania 32. Um, that's when people started to really talk about how shows kind of aren't that important because we see, you know, huge injuries take place and kind of ruin plans. So what's your thoughts on Cora Jade getting injured, um, her oh. plans and, and the, uh, the live event situation? Well, I'm sorry that she got hurt the way she got hurt. Um, Charlotte Flair is kind of going through the same thing right now. Um, right now, what we're seeing in wrestling, we're seeing a lot of, this is, she's not a unique situation. Um, there's a few people that's been getting hurt lately. Not just WWE. Um, other companies as well. Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I really don't know. It's just sometimes it's one of those things that just happened. And it seems to be happening at the wrong time, which is WrestleMania season. Um, so she's going to be out. Um, she just came back from injury, what, two, three weeks ago? She just and came back. Um, is she incident injury prone? It kind of looked like it. Oh, uh, if she would come back after this and get hurt again, she needs to be tired. For real. Because um, if you're going to keep getting hurt like that, it's, you know, it's, it's wild. It's really, really wild. Um, how shows? From what I know, I'm not in the business, but listening to certain people, house shows help with people that are green begin to develop their craft. Yeah. You need house shows. You do. Um, Or you're going to have mad green guys (laughs) on TV every week. That's true. And that's not going to work. 
because some people don't need to be on national television. They need to go to house shows and they need to learn their craft. They need to learn their do's and their don'ts. You know, house shows is like a developmental type of system of its own. It's non-televised. You know what I'm saying? Um, before Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, I think it was stated they had did the ladder match at house shows. I didn't even know they that. Had it at I know they did some so, practice. I just didn't know where so, it was at. So when they got to WrestleMania, they had already did ladder matches at house shows already. So when they went to WrestleMania, they weren't out of their element. They were in their element because they had did it at house shows. Right. There's something to house shows. People want to all get rid of him. The green guys need need to go somewhere, just like NXT. NXT is not, it's televised. You know what I'm saying? The house shows are not televised. Um, And those that are just getting into the business, from what I see and what I've learned, they need the house shows to craft what they have. They really do. And a house show is good because it's not in it's not on TV. Um, but it's still in front of an audience. And it gives the wrestlers that arguing an opportunity to be in front of an audience and work. House shows have always been in wrestling. It should always remain in wrestling. Or you're gonna have, you know, um, a guy named Jack the Jack the Butcher on Monday Night Raw looking crazy because there was no house show for him to go to to work out what he has. Yeah, I I um <clears throat> I think house shows are necessary, but like damn it, it's crazy. I felt like ever Women, since Seth Rollins got hurt at that house show, I don't know, man. He was trying to do the power bar on the king. Yeah. God, that was what terrible. Was, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. His He had messed up his knee there. And yeah. that's what makes this situation a little like, oh, man, is it the same knee? That That's that's what we're trying to figure out. I don't know. I hope is not. It, is it the same knee? If he, let me say this. If he's hurt, I think he's gonna thug it out. Are we gonna get to that Royal Rumble conversation? We we gonna get to that because I'm hearing he's a lot of shit th- that people are saying. He's gonna thug it out to WrestleMania. But also he has that back injury too, remember? Yeah. He's gonna thug it out. I really don't he's dropping this belt. People need to know that. He's not taking the belt past WrestleMania. He's too hurt. Yeah. He He's too hurt. You know, let's get to it. Let's get to the Royal Rumble conversation and, and this, let's get to the Seth Rollins stuff because it's going to intertwine together. Um, okay. I want to throw out every possible scenario, okay? Um, Seth Rollins being hurt. Let's just kind of continue on what you were saying. Um, so you're saying he's going to thug it out. I think he's going to thug it out too. 
Um, if he can. Damn, you think he can though? If he can, if he can put pressure on that knee, yeah, yeah. But if he can't put pressure on that knee, or that knee is like torn, or something's like torn up the bone, forget it. Done. Okay, let's let's uh, let's have fun here. Let's have in our imagination run wild here for a second. So let's say Seth Rollins thugs it out, right? He faces Punk. WrestleMania. I'm having him drop the championship. Um, he's too hurt. I'm having CM Punk be the head ship of Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm having CM Punk win the world title at WrestleMania. Um, I've seen people on social media saying that I can see Triple H and WWE creative kind of fuck with Punk. Um, they're happy he's here, but at the end of the day, they're going to still go with their guy over CM Punk. Guys, Seth Rollins is hurt. This guy's damaged. He's like an, a wo- he's a wounded animal right now. And whoever said that, all right. Yeah, see, this is this is w- why people shouldn't have social media. WWE is not going to hire CM Punk and put investment in him. For him just to be a mid-card talent. That's what people were saying about Cody when Cody lost last year. Oh, Cody came back, yay, but then WWE always went for their try-and-true guy and taught Cody Rose a lesson or something. So people are kind of saying the same thing with CM Punk here. Just because you're back, you've been gone for 10 years. You think we're going to give you the title? No. That's what they're saying. (laughs) Okay. I love you, man. Oh, man, I agree with what you're saying completely. I don't know why people are saying that, but teach their own, I guess. Um, Dante, I have something that I want to bring to the table. I have an idea, and I wanted to talk to you about it on the podcast. If Seth Rollins is hurt and he's out. Oh, boy. Um... I don't know how you're going to do this, but I would have somehow, some way, Rollins dropped the title to Gunther. I don't know how you get there, but I would have Seth Rollins drop the title to Gunther. Gunther is still holding while the Intercontinental title. We got Gunther's streak. Still running rampant. If Seth Rollins is going to be out, gone. All right, he's not going to be at WrestleMania. He's injured. I'm having him somehow drop the title to Gunther. I don't know how you get there. That's WWE's creative to figure out. I'm not talking about that. So he drops the title to Gunther. I would have Brock Lesnar challenge Gunther. And it would be for the world title and the Intercontinental title. Gunther's holding both belts. That Brock Lesnar-Gunther match, everybody wants it. Seth Mm -hmm. Rollins is out. He's hurt. He's missing Mania. So Gunther is taking care of Gunther in the world title. It's on someone legitimate. We get that Gunther-Brock Lesnar match. It's for the Intercontinental title and the World Heavyweight title. So that's taken care of. CM Punk. I'm getting on the phone immediately with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What you want? 
How much you want? 10 mil? Bet. We're giving you 10 mil. I need you to go face CM Punk. Straight fight, whatever you want to call it. You need to go face Punk, and, and we need it at WrestleMania. That's if Seth Rollins is seriously hurt, and that's if Rollins is going to miss WrestleMania. What do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. I really think he's going to WrestleMania. I think he's going to thug it out. I, I hope you're right, too. I hope you're right. I think he's going to. And I think it's because he understands how important this is. Yeah, people aren't understanding how big this WrestleMania is. Dante, you got to let them know how important this is, man, because people aren't understanding how big WrestleMania 40 is going to be. I don't really know. big. 40th anniversary WrestleMania, the greatest uh, sport uh, event in the world. One of the greatest. And it's One 40 years. And it's 40 years. One of the greatest. I'm just saying, though, that's if Seth Rollins is hurt and he's going to be out. I hope he doesn't. I hope Dante's right. And I know Rollins is in a lot of pain, man. But please, bro, we love you over here. If you could just thug it out just for a couple more months, man, and then you can be gone. Um, you got to drop that title, though. Um, rather your knees fine or not. Um, you have back problems, bro. I know how back problems are personally. I still battle with it every day. You, you got to go. You got to go get the surgery or um, rehabilitation or whatever you want to do to, uh, you know, have a good back, right? You got to get that taken care of. I think Punk Rollins needs to be the plan. And it's a, it's a new turning of the page uh, for WWE, maybe for the world title. I'm not sure for the universal undisputed title, but for the world title, you got to give it to Punk. Punk wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and we get Punk and Rollins for the world title at WrestleMania. Now, as far as Gunther, would you have Brock Lesnar? Because everyone's thinking Lesnar, Gunther. And, you know, we're all in agreement there. How do you get there? Dante, would you have Gunther eliminate Brock Lesnar? And that's how you do the match where Brock is upset. He's shocked that he got eliminated by Gunther. He maybe comes back in the match towards the end where Gunther's in the top four. He fucks over um, Gunther because I don't see how Gunther gets eliminated by anybody else other than Brock Lesnar. Brock comes in, eliminates Gunther. They start brawling similar to Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels in 05 at the Royal Rumble. That's how they start their feud. And we go into WrestleMania intercontinental title, Gunther Lesnar. Or do you have um, a Gunther or not Gunther, uh, Brock Lesnar eliminate Gunther. Like, how would you do it? Would you have Gunther eliminate Lesnar or Brock eliminate Les uh, Gunther? If you're trying to get a storyline with Brock, I'll have Brock do it. I agree with it. Yeah, because I, I, people were kind of coming up with the scenario where Gunther eliminates Brock and Brock kind of loses his shit. I mean, you could do that. That's very simple, but I like the other way around, me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't it suck too? Like if that match happens, that match can easily main event at WrestleMania. Do you think Absolutely. that that could easily main event night one of WrestleMania, man? And, and, um, I feel like we're going to run in a hole because Becky Lynch on Monday night raw, I didn't get your thoughts on this. And that's why I have you on the podcast. I want to get your opinion on it. Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley 
confirmed, unconfirmed for WrestleMania 40. Kind of seems WWE's going down this route, Dante. What did you think of the promo, Rhea Ripley? I know you you talked to me about uh, Rhea Ripley's body language and stuff. Do you want to go a little bit more in depth on that and, and your thoughts on this match that might actually be a reality at WrestleMania between Lynch and Ripley? Ripley just looked really bored on Raw last night. She just looked bored. She just didn't seem like she wanted to be there. She seemed like just everything was bothering her. She just looked like she wanted to go home. <laughs> she just looked really, really, really bored and out of it. And um, Rhea has not have ha, has not had a credible, sizable opponent since September of 2023, when she defended the championship against Raquel Perez. I mean, Raquel um, Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez Gonzalez is still in my head. Um, Rhea Ripley has not defended that championship in four months. Four. That's not the good. last time. It was in September 2023 against uh, Raquel for their match that they had at Payback. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, she was absolutely bored. She just needs an opponent, you know. Um, will it be Becky Lynch? I don't know. Um, yeah. It, it's, it, I know people are throwing this narrative around. They need to stop doing this. Stop throwing this narrative around, please. With what I, with the narrative that I'm about to say, please stop throwing this out. I don't want this to happen. People are saying Dante, Becky Lynch needs to beat Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley's run title reign has been boring, and Becky Lynch needs to be world champion. No, no, Becky Lynch does not need the title. I don't want to see another Becky Lynch run right now. You need to give it to somebody else. Let them run the ball with it. All right? I, I don't know. I feel like Becky does not need to win it. Um, and then people are going to be like, oh, Jordan, well, Bailey doesn't need to beat EO Sky. They're going to flip it. Like, nigga, what you flip? Like, what are you flipping? Right. It's different. It's different. When was Bailey last champion? I God, I can't remember. Can't remember last time she was world champ. Um, I mean, she's a baby face. She's going to turn baby face soon. So at that point, they would have every right to give uh, Bailey the title. Now, are they going to give Bailey the title? I mean, I think I think uh, EO's been doing a better job as world champion than Rhea Ripley. Hi, Rhea. How you doing? Um, EO's been doing a better job as women's champion than Rhea Ripley. Um, I'm having Rhea beat Becky Lynch and this would be the reset for Rhea Ripley's title run Triple H you gotta start getting women that are on the level of Rhea Ripley um, and you need to have credible opponents for uh, Rhea Ripley uh, going forward if Rhea Ripley is going to beat Becky Lynch I don't. I don't know why Becky would beat Rhea. What would that serve, Dante? I can't come up with anything as the reason why Becky should beat Rhea Ripley. Because people think that Becky's gonna have a better reign than Rhea because it's Becky Lynch. I don't see that, and I don't think she needs the title. 
All right. Gotta stay with Rhea. Just figure it out. Has her reign been boring? Absolutely. They're more into the Judgment Day. They're more into the mommy persona than giving Rhea Ripley credible opponents. So that's up to WWE to figure out, which they can. They got a lot of women. More women, <clears throat> more women coming in, potentially. Maybe one of them coming back. We don't know. Or two of them coming back. We don't know. Um, let's talk about the Royal Rumble just for a little bit, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Um, dog, I think the 2024 Royal Rumble pay-per-view is going to be the biggest pay-per-view Royal Rumble-wise uh, in recent memory. I think these two Rumble matches are so unpredictable. There is a lot of men competitors that really could win the Royal Rumble. Gunther, Jey Uso, Sammy, Drew, Cody, Punk. There's a lot of guys, LA Knight, Randy Orton. I know they're going to be in the Royal title match, but they still compete. They still could compete in the Royal Rumble. Um, the popular choice is CM Punk, and I've seen the betting favorite on Vegas, and um, Cody Rhodes jumped Gunther. It was actually Punk, Gunther, and Cody Rhodes. Those are the top three, and I guess Cody Rhodes jumped Gunther. So now it's Punk and Cody Rhodes is the top two choices to win the uh, Men's Royal Rumble, and I think it's going to come down to those three guys. One of those three men are winning the uh, Royal Rumble. Um, what's your thoughts on the uh, the Men's Royal Rumble and unpredictability of it? Oh, a you okay? Okay, guys. Um, I will uh, end the call. He's uh, going to sleep. So I'm going to end the call right now. Hey, Dante. Dante. Yo, you're going to sleep, man. I'm going to end the I'm going to end the call, okay? And then I'm going to text you, all right? All right. I'm going to I'm going to end the call. I'm going to end the call. Um, so sorry about that, guys. He was going to sleep. He has a different time zone, so it was late over there for him. Um, yeah, so at the end of the day, I think the Royal Rumble is going to be great. I think it's going to be exciting. Um, for the men, like I said, it's either going to be um, Punk, Gunther, and Cody Rhodes. But I think Gunther and Brock Lesnar are going to cancel each other out. For me personally, it's going to come down to CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. For the women... In my opinion, I think the women's more interesting than the men. For me, um, it's going to come down to Becky Lynch. It's going to come down to Bailey, And I think a wild card would probably be a Naomi and a Jade Cargill. You still got Mercedes uh, Monet in the background potentially coming in. But I think it's going to go down to either Becky Lynch or Bailey winning the 2024 Women's Royal Rumble. Hopefully, AJ Lee makes an appearance. We will see. But I'll document all this when I give you guys my preview predictions next week as we lead into the 2024 Royal Rumble. It's going to be the biggest uh, Royal Rumble of all time. But those are everything that we talked about today. I apologize for the last couple minutes of it. My boy fell asleep, but it's all good. I'm going to keep it in the podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for tapping in with me, Jordan Turner, host 
of the Wrestling Takeover podcast, the most creative and honest podcast in the game today. Watch out for the Wrestling Takeover. I'm telling you, 2024, I'm finna kill it. Trust me. And I'm going to be debuting officially on YouTube next Saturday for the Royal Rumble coverage right here on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to follow me on social media at JT Takeover on Twitter, at The Wrestling Takeover on Instagram, and at The Wrestling Takeover on TikTok. I'll see you guys next time on the podcast.